Welcome to Let's Create, Let's Talk with a very special guest. Once again, joining us today is, I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> you should know, you've read the title, I'll go, nah, 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 nah. no, 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 that, that's, that's, that's shocking, that was my little violin on top of a roof looking over Manchester with a wee cat wrapped around a chimney stack going, meow. If you've guessed, you've guessed well. If not, welcome to Bill Ward. He is a multi-award winning British actor and photographer, born and raised in Newcastle-upon-Tyne. That's what it says on his website, but I'm going to tell you something different. You know when you meet someone and you think, oh, you know, these, the, everyone, we all have subconscious, preconceived ideas about each other. Well, all that got blown, smashed out the place, just completely changed from the moment we started talking till the very end. I felt like I'd known Bill for a very long time and his passion for photography and enthusiasm for creativity is boundless, endless. And I am, for one... On that same page, I absolutely enjoyed this chat so much. I probably enjoyed it too much, actually. And uh, I hope we can do it again in the near future. So I'm going to shut up. I'm going to stop going on. Go to billwardphotography.co.uk. Have a look at his work. If you haven't seen it, well, you're missing out because from ICM to Coastal to you name it, you know, even the small vignettes he does and, and the category photography where he's focusing on areas uh, uh, that are individualistic to himself, very much his personality within all this work. You really get a sense of what Billy's trying to achieve and how he's jumped from acting to photography, from photography to acting, both marry themselves together. I'm going on. I'm going to shut up. Let you listen to this because I really did enjoy it, right? Enough for me. Let's hear from Bill. Press big button. Pleasure to Lovely. meet you. And absolutely. Lovely to privilege. meet you too, yeah. Molly. Lovely to meet you. I I just ah, oh, it's been mulling around for a while. I'll, I'll tell you how long it's been mulling while uh, around for a while. Oh, about two years. Oh crikey! Okay. And 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 a lot of the guests I get on, it's about kind of. Let me just take one ear off. It's about building up a, a bit of confidence to, to ask. So when I spoke to Margaret, she was like, oh, Bill will do it. Right, <laughs> right we're in. <laughs> she's great, Margaret, isn't she? Yeah, just really, lovely. yeah, she's, yeah, a really kind lady. Yeah, no, yeah. really great. Should, shouldn't you be up there, though, very soon? I'm just about to go. I'm oh, going to go fantastic. on uh, Friday morning. So, right, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, this gonna be gonna be very special. Uh, she asked me to come up and do some filming, and I'm gutted because I can't make it. Oh, bad luck! Yeah, are you uh, working? Yeah. Are you? What's your? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the big issue. Really, is is work, and um, even if I if even if I I set off late Friday night, it would be coming back Sunday, and it's yeah, it's, it's a, a long, long way. way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Where, where do you where do you live? Where's you? Well, I've, funnily enough, I've got your web page open here. Uh, just for tonight, I have this monitor on. Uh, mm. So if I'm looking away, I'm not being rude, Bill. Um, <laughs> it's not because I, I can't look at Bill any longer. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've got Manchester and Northwest open on your website, and and I was like, oh, he's on my stomping ground. I'm from St. Helens. Are you? Is... I was trying to work out. And do you live up there still? Yeah, yeah, I live yeah, in yeah. St. I, was trying, yeah. I was trying to work out your accent because it, 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 I've, I've sort of spent a fair bit of time working around there. So it's one of those things, isn't it? Because there's um there's a there's a bit of Lancashire in there. So yeah, I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The dialects in uh, between like one town, like from Billings to Wigan, and then from yeah. here since then, and you got Liverpool and Manchester. Yeah, it's just unbelievable the differences. I, I come from a place called Haydock, which is I'm, I'm known as a yicker. So I. Okay. <laughs> Quite a different way of speaking <laughs> again. I hope you yeah, understand yeah. me, though, but I'm sure you can after all them years. I can, Paris. I can. Yeah, and it's proper rugby league country yes, up, up your yeah. way, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, one of my cousins yeah. plays Johnny Lomax. He's a, okay. Yeah, he's a, he's one of the, the big winners at the minute. I think he's just lifted the trophy for the Challenge Cup. So Right, okay. Yeah, yeah that was just, that was only the other week, wasn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I was in Batley last night doing a camera club talk. Okay. So you can imagine how that went. A Sintelina in Batley. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Over the Pennines, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it's an absolute pleasure for have you. I've got a raft of questions, so I hope you don't mind. Uh, if you get fed up, just say cough. No, Molly, <laughs> you 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 far away. Just do whatever you would, uh, whatever you like, and uh, and let's have a let's have a chat. Well, first off, what we're saying there, you're off up to Margaret Soraya's place to do. I've said her name so wrong. Apologies, Margaret, for all the times I've said your name wrong. Um, but you're off up there, so what a place to start. What What is it you'll be putting on for that, Bill? Because I'm guessing this is something a bit of uh, that you're used to doing. Yeah, well, well I've never sort of, um, I've given a, a sort of a couple of talks at, uh, I get I give quite a lot of talks at camera clubs, and um, yeah. but, but I haven't given a sort of, and, and sort of the odd um, sort of photography show, but I've never given a talk at a, at a specifically at a photography festival. So yeah. it's Margaret Soroya's um, Creative Light Festival up in That's Inverness, yes. uh, Paul Maley and uh, just uh, down the road from Inverness. Um, and it's running from this Friday through to Sunday. And it's, it's basically a gathering of kind of like-minded creatives, particularly in the photography world. Um, lots of um, fabulous photographers yeah. up there, Mark Littlejohn, Paul Sanders, yeah. um, uh, Justine Ritchie, all sorts of really wonderful photographers. Oh. And, um, and so I'm just, um, and I'm sort of, I was delighted to be asked to join actually so i'm i'm going up on i'm going up on friday night and uh helping um margaret and paul i think run a workshop on saturday and Fantastic. then um which would be great fun and then doing a talk uh on sunday afternoon and um and i i sort of i'm going to be talking i guess specifically about creative photography which is i sort of have a number of sort of specialist fields i like to kind of mix yeah. and match a bit and kind of keep across a number of genres i kind of like the variety of photography yeah. I, I kind of that's one of the things that, that drives me i suppose but um but specifically i'm going to be talking about creative photography on sunday afternoon and i am really looking forward to it yeah, very exciting. And I've just got to say the names you've mentioned, you've more than definitely carved that out over the past, what, 10 years yourself to be a prolific creator. The amount oh, of work you. you put out, Bill, is outstanding. And uh, as someone who likes grafting myself, I look at what you've done, your achievements, and it's just, uh, I, I've actually run out of space writing down notes because you've oh, done. Oh, God bless you. Yeah. Wonderful. I do love it. I do yeah, love it. You can see it. I, yeah. I, I love it. And I, it kind of, it's the, it's the other half of, of me, as, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an actor for my day job, but, um, but it, it, it absolutely, and, and I suspect we might talk about this, it's the balance for me, for my yeah. day job. And so the more acting I do, the more photography I do to balance it all out because they yeah. sort of require slightly different energies. Yes. And, but, and, but they're both kind of part of me and always have been actually. So, um, so yeah. the more of both of them that I do, the happier I am. So I'm, I'm, de I'm, de but I, I'm particularly delighted doing a, a lot of photography because it's just, it's just so good for the soul, isn't it? Yeah. There's nothing. Oh, as all my talk last night was all about that. Um, I think we worry too much about what other people think. And I like the fact that you've said you're not specific. One of my questions here was, do, do you have a specific direction? But we'll get to that because mm. you certainly don't. And that was one of the things last night that I kept reiterating about just go out, enjoy it, no matter what the camera. And just two things I said was aesthetics and for yourself and, and, I look at your work and take take aesthetics very very pleasing although lots of different moods lots of different expression and it's for you you can clearly see it's for you and no yeah. one else <laughs> I love that. it really is it really yeah. is actually yeah, yeah. it uh, it gives me a lot of joy and uh, yeah, and it, but it, it's always been like that for me ever since I was a kid. I, I just took pictures for me, and yeah. um, and and it, we, we we might get on to talk about this. It, it's kind of the roots of 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 what I've been 
the reason I've been taking a lot of photographs over the last 10 or 15 years in particular is yeah. because it's a very it all comes from quite a personal place actually and so if I'm not enjoying the photographs if you, if you see what I mean it's exactly. utterly po- it's utterly pointless it's so not um, a job no it's, no exactly exactly yeah. it's yeah. it's just to feed the soul so uh, well let's yeah. go into that let's go into that why because you say 15 years and I've gone back to mm. 2013 there mm. which is interesting because that's kind of around when I had my first child and my excuse for getting back into photography um, and gear to get a decent camera, funnily enough, was a Pentax K7. Oh, was it? And you're a yeah, Pentax really? shooter. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know you were a Pentax shooter. Oh, not it, now. Not I, anymore, I was, yeah, okay. I did start, and and, and it's, <laughs> I think you shoot with the full frame, don't you? Um, the I K, do, the K1, the K1, K1. Mark II, yeah. I, I, so I, there's a bit of a story, but we're not. It's not about me. This anyway. Go <laughs> <I went laughs> on, let's have it. I went to the photography show and um, in 2015, I think it was, with the purpose of buying a new Pentax, um, and I picked up the K1, and it was just so big, and yeah. it just didn't feel right at the time. And Particularly versus a K7, yeah. which is which yes. is much smaller APS-C, isn't it? And yeah, it, yeah, exactly. really portable. Yes, exactly that. And I, and I only had basic lenses back then. And and I kind of watched, I was a bit of a Superman fan when I was a kid. And Nikon was always doing the back of my mind. So <laughs> I went away. I went to Dark Side, as everyone was telling me last night. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you've stuck with Pentax. And, uh-huh. you know, I applaud you for that because it is, a, the, the K1 is a, an amazing camera, full-frame camera. Beautiful glass as well. Yeah, I I... I... I used to, I came across them because I used to work for their advertising agency. Right. So before I was an actor, I had a proper job. Yes. And, uh, Satchi and Satchi wasn't, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was, yeah. B&H and, and uh, Satchi, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I, and I was a strategic planner for them and, wow. and for BBH, which was the other big agency BBH. that I worked for. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Was the other big agency I worked for and I was an account director for them. So wow. I genuinely had, you know, proper jobs and everything. And, um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, um, but Sarchi's used to do Pentax's advertising at the yeah. time and um and so we could get kind of gear at cost and oh, so wow. i got a sort of an old uh, well actually a brand new um film camera uh yeah. from them uh, an mz 5n i think it was and sort of a couple of zoom lenses and yeah. and i was just a kind of hobbyist this is the be around sort of 1998 1999 i was kind of a hobbyist photographer at the time i'd done quite a lot of traveling previously and i had um and had a practica. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Magnificent, yeah. magnificent cameras, those. They're, they're yeah. built like tanks. Yeah. Just indestructible. They're, they're just like these solid metal yeah. boxes. Metal box. Yeah. yeah. And it's just fabulous. And I'd sort of taken one of those around the world and, and I'd loved it. And, yeah. it, and it was, it, I, I even had a guy, I had a Buddhist monk in um, Burma fixed it for me the the light meter wasn't working and it, it, it and, and it was ju- it was just one of those kind of things it was almost indestructible and um and and i took it all the way around the world but i kind of but it was kind of fully manual and uh yeah. and and actually now i'm really really pleased i did that because yeah. it's such a good grounding for digital photography is to be in the manual film camera route yes. because you kind of because i even with you know sort of modern cameras modern di- digital cameras uh, i always put it onto manual and just kind of I, I do like the slowing down thing i do like the taking your time thing and i do like that whole idea that you're probably like to have a slightly better picture of a, a idea of the kind of photograph you're trying to take than the camera is so i kind of like that as a thought and and so and i like the yeah. slowing down thing and i like sort of so it, so yeah and then and then i sort of sort of upgraded 
to uh, a, a sort of a Pentax sort of automatic camera, automatic film film camera. Yeah. And then when they started making digital ones back in whenever it was, they were slightly late to the party. Funnily enough, actually, mm, I think I'm right in saying they um, they invented or they built one of the very first digital prototypes, but they never took it to production. And so when they eventually got there, which was around 2005, 2007, I think with the IST, IST and yeah. the IST DS, they were about five or six years behind everybody else. And so yeah. it's always felt in the marketplace that they've been sort of catching up in terms of, of digital, whereas in film, they were way ahead for years. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of people will have learned on Pentax cameras, still learn on yeah. Pentax, very old manual Pentax cameras. And, and I've stayed with them because I, I love them and, yeah. um, and I've never had a reason not to. And I like the, you know, I full disclosure. And as you said, I'm a Pentax shooter. I'm a Pentax ambassador, but I kind of, for what I use them for, which is primarily for landscapes, primarily seascapes, pri primarily out in really bad, bad. weather next, yeah. next to a lot of water. They're yeah. brilliant because they're sort of weather sealed, have been since 2012 or so. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and, and they're just really well built. So, yeah. so for yeah. me, I it, it's kind of perfect, and um, and so I've always stayed with them, and, and I, I'm sort of um, an unashamed fanboy, really. And, Good man, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I love them, and uh, yeah. long may that continue. I did call it Northern, so I did call them a Russian tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they are like that, though, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah, um, it, yeah. and and really, really solid. So yeah, yeah. I do, I do. Sometimes I do wonder what that other alternate universe would have been like if it had carried on down that path with the K one, uh, because I love the glass. Hold on, hold on. I know, I know what yeah. I can cut this. Hold on. <laughs> I, I should have had this out sooner, but I was only talking about this on the other fence. Yeah, what you got on the other on the other podcast the other day? Yeah. Look at that. See, look at proof. that. Yeah. Yes. Pentax. Look at that. That's a proper old lens. What is 50, it? Is it a 50, 50 mil? mil one, yeah, one yeah. But this thing. 1.8, is it? Yeah. This or, this lens, yeah. this was the beginning of the, the like obsession, if you like. Yeah. So there, there's, there's the Pentax proof. Look uh, at the glass. Not, look at the glass. No one Feel can the quality. see it. We're on a yeah. podcast. No one can see it, but I'm showing Bill and a 1.8 50 mil Pentax. It's the first lens I ever got. And uh, I, and that transformed everything because depth. I learned so much, like you say, you cut your teeth. Like Pratica uh, film cameras uh, or Pentax. When you went in the stores at college, you come out with either a Zenith, a Pratica, or yeah. a Pentax camera. And, Did and you? It's just so right what you say about it grounds you. Yeah. Did you study photography then? Were you... I, I did. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I'm a graphic. I, I wanted to be a fine artist and went off uh, because I, I realized quite soon on that I, I wasn't going to make enough or make a living from being yeah. an abstract impressionist or an abstract artist. You know, I like Kandinsky. I like um, Jean Miro. I like, I like all uh, abstract impressionists. All of them, really. You, you can yeah. name one. I, I absolutely adore that genre. And I knew I couldn't make a living, so I went into graphic design. And, of course, with graphic design at Salford Uni, photography hand in hand, and uh, just daft why I didn't realise until later in life that photography was the calling. So yeah. without being rude and saying, like, because I don't actually know how old you are, Bill, but I reckon... You were about the same age. I'm 48, yeah, I'm, 49. So. Oh, well, I've got a few, I've got a few got years on you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you didn't have a bad paper around then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, loads of moisturiser. That that must be it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So like that, that was pretty much where I realized later on in life, I got about 40, that why haven't I, I was I always had a camera, but I, I hadn't really took it seriously and yeah. i can see yourself here the progression i love the fact that you leave a lot on and I've, I've written down god we've not even gone into these questions but i've written down here about how much you post and then how much is on your website now for a professional uh photographer like yourself well a professional creative shall we say because i like the idea that you're saying about you're not saying it's fine what what was the expression used for it a creative photographer yeah yeah sort of i guess i uh, creative photography uh, that's kind of what i would say i probably i, I do love that yeah yeah i love that because i think that's very true about myself 
It's not, yeah. it's, I don't want to just be pigeonholed and yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. You know, I'm a, an actor for my day job and, yeah. and in, with that, you're always fighting your way out of a casting bracket that yeah. other people try and put you into. Yeah. And, and you just want to, you know, try all sorts of things as an actor. That's, that's part of the joy of it. You yeah. just, it's the variety of it. And, um, and, and, and for me, photography is very similar. If you have an idea, you just, you, you just want to make sure you, you have a go at it and, and then see where it leads. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As opposed yes. to, I've never been really one for just mining a, a one specific seam. Although I do, you know, thoroughly um, admire anyone who does do that. And I guess has the patience to do that. Yeah. I kind of like to stay sort of broad, I suppose. And Fluid. across, uh, yeah. yeah it, absolutely and and i do i tend to sort of work in terms of projects yeah. and stuff that occurs to me and stuff that i bump into yeah. and then sort of go down that route for a bit and, and and the other thing i tend to do is is when i do do projects is i tend to keep them open i yeah. tend not to shut them down i tend to just yeah. keep them going and then yeah. sort of add to them as i bump into them yeah. over the years if you see what i mean because yeah. as we as photographers as we sort of change over the years that the subjects the subjects that we shoot and how we shoot them they also change too and and if you've got uh, you know, I've got lots of sort of slightly un it, it, it concrete. I have a project that is yeah. ongoing on, on concrete. Yeah. And every now and again, I bump into some and go, oh, yeah. 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 That's and, wonderful. And it's that kind of a thing where you just sort of just keep lots of ongoing things going on. And, and then on any given day at any given time, either you bump into some of that or you mm -hmm. kind of go, I wonder what I can do today. I wonder what I feel like doing today. What can I add to? Or maybe today I'm going to start something new. It, yeah. it's sort of, but it just gives you options and it gives you sort of a sense of, 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 of a place to go and, 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 and a, a kind of a, a scene to mine. You've given me so much. I hope you don't mind I borrow that because No, no, no. Oh, that is, I I and I, I have seen other photographers do it, but not quite like yourself. But the way you've just described that, you've made my mind go <laughs> I shoot so much stuff. I shoot so much stuff and I never know how to categorize it. And they sit there and I, and I think, oh, I've I do a lot of triptychs. And and I've wrote down here, this is what fascinated me. You've just gone into it, the carnival of grotesques. Ah, and, and and I see now what you've just said. It clicked away. I see he's got these categories that he can just uh, go into and pour a bit more in every now and yeah. then. I'll pour some more into concrete. I'll pour some more into the grotesque. Yeah. And, and I think, wow, that's just like funnel a, a constant funnel of creativity that has meaning. Well, God bless wonderful. you. Yeah, yeah. No, it, you know, I was just thinking that the 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 project you're referring to, the Carnival of Grotesques, is 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 um, I it, my it, the local park where we live down here in, in Bristol yeah. has just got a, quite a few sort of logs and is sort of abandoned and uh, and you, you know, and our kids sort of muck about on them. And I, yeah, and, and once when they were sort of climbing, I was just just kind of watching them being obviously a very good dad, yeah, paying yeah. due diligence. So then my attention just slightly wandered. wandered. <laughs> <laughs> dad! <laughs> oh, no! Too late. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, no, I'm done. And uh, the uh, and uh, and I noticed on one of these logs there was just there was, and it was a tiny. It was about sort of an inch high, yeah. and it was just kind of weathered wood, and and, and yeah. it was just the kind of the markings, the mark, the markings of, of the knots of the wood, yes. and I and I just looked at it, and I and it, I just caught it out the corner of my eye, and it was um, it, it reminded me of the scream, uh, yeah. munches the scream. And, yeah. and and it was an extraordinary moment where you kind of go, good God, hang yeah. on, have I just seen that? And I've seen the scream, actually, funnily enough. A friend of mine got married in, in Norway once years ago, and I went to see it because I kind of thought, well, while I'm here, I must see this thing. And it's not very big. It, you imagine no, this thing no, is it, enormous, it, and it's yeah, not yeah. that big. You know, yeah. it's a couple of feet, two or three feet. And But it was one of those things, and it's always had it, 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 it. That's one of those pictures, isn't it, that stays with you. It stays with everyone. It's just one of those things that is – it was I just caught it out the corner of my eye in this wood and I kind of goodness 
just me. And then when I, I just, then I started looking closely yes. at the other little patterns in the wood and the grains of wood and the knots of wood. And, and all of a sudden I started to see just this like world yeah. open up. Yeah. And it was just fascinating. And so I, the next time I didn't have my camera then, but it's one of those things you log it and you kind of go, I must yeah. go back there. I must have a yeah. look. Yeah. So I went back whenever it was a few days later, or a few weeks later, and I had a look and I found it and I found the screen. And, and then I started finding all sorts of other sort of creatures and sort of yes, universes, faces, and, yeah. faces yeah. And, and, and just poking out at you. And what, yeah. what's really interesting about it is that they changed the Depending on the atmosphere and the humidity I, and yeah. the and the rain, so yeah. if the wood is um, is is wet, you get all sorts of different shapes and colours versus when it's dry. And actually, if you can get it wet while it's drying, they can actually change More. before your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so it's one of those projects that I've kind of kept. And also, what happens because it's essentially based around decay. Yeah. As over the years, I started that project about five years ago, but as those logs wow. decay, and a couple of them have completely disappeared now, but wow. as those logs decay, so the shapes change and the creatures change yeah. with it. And so it's one of those kind of things, it's never ending because it's always it's always moving. Yeah. So I was just thinking, actually, funnily enough about that the other day, that I haven't been back. Haven't yeah. been back this year, actually. I haven't been back. Oh. So I'm, I must go and have a look and see yeah. what it's been up to in my absence. Yeah, Francis Bacon was what came out to me and uh, um, um, oh, the Aliens guy, Geiger, uh, okay. particular picture. I got those two kind of feelings, the movement, the faces, the darkness as well. It's quite yeah. deep, quite dark, but yeah. oh, wonderful. And, and and as an actor as well, you portray those different characters. And and I'm guessing that you, I'm not even looking at the questions, Bill, because mm. this is great. This is great. <laughs> I, I love listening. I love talking about photography. And yes. when someone like yourself and, and what you're saying about, we could probably talk about the grotesque all night because yeah. the, the bond between your um, being a personality, being an actor, playing a role, and then seeing nature playing out, being the actor, playing the role, the stage. And how much does that affect your photography? How much are you pulling from one to the other and back back reversals? You know, the, the photography infancy in your acting because you're more calm, you're more uh, centred, but then your acting is quite disturbing, shall I say. Yeah, that, do you know, that's really interesting. And and it, it's that's, all of that is really well spotted. And, um, and that's why, that's the root of why I've always taken a lot of pictures, always. And I've done quite a lot of travelling and I've done quite a lot of travelling on my own. And whenever I've been travelling on my own, I've always taken a camera because if you've got a camera, then you always have a reason to be somewhere and to spend yeah. time in it. True. And so, I, so when I was traveling, and I went to some fabulous places, and and uh, I, I took a sixteen-ton truck once from um, London to Kathmandu. It took Whoa. me four months to get. It was amazing. It, it, we went through some extraordinary places you wow. can't go through now. So, northwest frontier of Pakistan and um, oh. and Syria and all sorts wow. of remarkable places. But it, it, but I kind of and I, I it, so I, it's always been a part of of me, if you see what I mean. But yeah. particularly. Um, the thing that really re-kick-started it for me was was two things. One is was time, and the other was a reason to do it. And the yeah. reason was specifically was Coronation Street, actually. Yeah. I played a really, really dark character oh, on that. And he was a thoroughly unpleasant individual. Uh, he, he was naughty. He was yeah. quite funny, but he was a dark and thoroughly nasty man. And yeah. um, and but it, from an acting point of view, he was absolutely fascinating yeah. Um, yeah. because he was clever. And and yes. he was and and he was his name was for those of your listeners who who, who don't know who, who I'm talking about. There's Charlie no reason why Stubbs. you should. He was <laughs> called Charlie Stubbs, and and <laughs> he was an abusive man and yes. uh, a controlling and an abusive man. And I played yeah. him for about three and a half years, sort of 420, 430 wow. episodes Jeez. between 2003 and 2007. And yeah. he started off as quite a cheeky chappy, but having said he that, did I. He, 
Yeah. yeah, but but when I'd auditioned for him, they'd asked for something dark, and that's what I'd done, and that's why I'd got the part, actually. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of went, well, we've just had some quite dark characters in the show, so we don't want him to be dark to begin with. So can you make him into a cheeky chappy? And but what was quite interesting for me is that's yeah. not what I'd originally seen in him. I'd originally seen a nasty piece of work, and that's what they'd written. Yeah. So when once they started writing that for him, which was about a year and a half in, I really got into it because it, it's who I'd imagined that he probably was going to be mm. and he was really well researched they researched him very well and I did lots of work with Women's Aid who are one yeah. of the domestic violence charities who I still am an ambassador for actually because they were extraordinarily helpful and, and really opened my eyes to to a to to to, to that kind of behavior yeah. and and also the other people who are and not the vast majority of whom are women incidentally who are on the receiving end of that behavior yeah and so I, I as as a subject area I was able to go into it quite deeply and yeah. and and in it, it, and what was was great about that was that it was really well written really well written and really yeah. well researched and from an acting point of view if you've got good writing you've always got a chance you've always got a chance yeah even if on the soap you're filming very quickly and, and it's all filmed with no rehearsal you turn up you execute you move on to the next scene whatever oh, it is wow. up to 30 or 40 pages a day up to 15 scenes a day very rare that you're in all of them but that is the kind of the volume of work so you've you've got it stand and deliver and you've got to hit your straps but yeah. but for him he was so well researched and so well written that um, he just uh, he, the character the, the writing fed the character character which fed the writing which fed the character and it's one of those kind of virtuous circles mm. but the the upshot of that was I was spending quite a lot of time in quite a dark world yeah and yeah. playing quite a dark human and what was interesting about that and what's interesting about soaps is that you you actually if you're in a storyline in a soap and and he was in sort of quite big storylines particularly for his last year year and a half in the show then you actually spend quite a lot of time more time being that person than you do being yourself yeah, because you're you're spending more time filming than you are sort of at home. And even when you are at home and I wasn't at home, I was living in Brighton at the time and I was sort of filming in Manchester. But even when you're back in your digs that evening, you're learning lines for the next day, being that bloke. And even oh, when you, even when you leave work and you walk down the street, people don't call you by your name they call you yeah, by your child. character's name. So so even when you're not working, other people you think you are that man so for me at that time I started to get really into photography and specifically because for me it gave me a reason to uh, to 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 spend time with mother nature and yeah. away from Unplugged. the day job <clears throat> yeah and I've always I'm from Nor I'm from Newcastle upon time but right. I, it originally and uh, it, it, but I've always spent a lot of time in Northumberland up the coast by the sea in the water specifically and so for me what I would do on the days that I wasn't filming in Manchester I would I would go either to the the North Wales coast the Lynn Peninsula I was doing a lot of surfing at the time or I'd go all the way over to the Yorkshire coast or I would go and find some waterfalls or I would go and find sort of water the canals in Manchester yeah. and yeah. just it, water is always a kind of a big thing for me and so yeah. so 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 at that time I started taking a lot of pictures I wasn't publishing them but I was starting to take a lot of pictures and specifically what I was doing actually was trying to reconfirm and reestablish to me who I was yeah and and it's yeah. because if if for I'm very lucky as a in my day job to spend a lot of time pretending to be somebody else, and I love it, and it's magnificent. Fun. Yes, yes. And sometimes I know it's quite, what you mean. I know what you're you know saying. what I mean. And, and sometimes you physically it's, changed yeah. in that role. Yeah, I, I and, watched that as as a, as a, a younger version, yeah. you know, of me. Yeah, and a younger I'm, version of me too. <laughs> so, but but when we're looking back now, as like we're not that we're not the same people. No. Uh, and me as a viewer and you as the mm. actor as the performer mm. and 
even when I didn't understand the creative world as much as I do now, I feel like I know a lot more now in photography, but obviously not in acting. I'm not an actor, but I clearly remember thinking, my God, he's physically changed. I remember watching it with my mum and dad and thinking, he's a brilliant actor, isn't he? You know? But then this went on for years, and eventually mm. we were seeing this person. I, I'm thinking... Well, he's actually physically you became that person yeah he was he was he was a remarkable man and, and i had to put on weight to do him actually i had to i went to the yeah. gym because he he carried a physical threat yeah and so i had to make sure you know from an acting point of view that that i was doing that so i was you yeah. know going to the gym two or three times a week to to bulk up to 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 be physically intimidating wow. i guess at, at so some kind of a lump so, so the photography just, helped he brought you back didn't it you know so yeah so so that's kind of so the role it is always played for me is as a balance to it and and I love what I do as a day job and I always have and and but there is a lot of what we do either in the theater or in um television studios is without windows there is no outlet to the natural world so you're in yeah. sort of hermetically sealed boxes an awful lot of the time yeah. and and also you're in this extraordinarily um, vibrant, um, crackling atmosphere of yeah. very sort of bright, energetic people. And I love all of that. And I love the creative spark. Yeah. That, and also the deadlines, the deadlines for shooting soap, whatever it is, 40 minutes for a two-page scene. And then you've got to move on. And you've got to move on. You haven't got time not to do it. You can't leave scenes to the next day because next day is already full uh, yeah. of other scenes that you have to shoot. So 40 minutes, move on, 40 minutes, move on. Oh and I God. love that yeah. as yeah. a kind of, because it sort of, it brings an energy. Yeah. But I have another part of me, which is as as much as I love all of that sort of neat sort of joy and and i have another part which is very reflective and i also need to honor that yeah and so for me photography has always played that part in the olden days actually for me it used to be surfing and i would i would spend i was talking about this last night to a, a, a brilliant photographer actually ed rumble i was at the landscape photographer of the year awards last night and, and oh, wow. having a natter to a, a few a few uh bods there and and yeah and 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 and, and I used to do a lot of surfing and it used to do a very similar job for me as photography does. And, but now I, I, I love the immersive qualities of photography where you can just go yeah. be utterly yourself yes. somewhere else, but always and importantly for me away from other people. So it all started for me because other people thought that I was a man that actually I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I was kind of trying to get as far away from from other people, I suppose, yeah, uh, yeah. to some, it, it, but partly it, it, because it, it, the work that I do is is full of all of this kind of neat energy, which is yeah. magnificent, and I love it. But like I say, there's also another part of me that's much quieter, much more reflective, mm. and I do need to spend time doing those things. To, it's a yin yang for, thing for me, always has been keeping yeah. those two things in balance. So the more acting I do, the more photography I tend to, I find myself doing, or even just going for walks without a camera, going to finding water, I'll find water wherever I happen to be. Yeah. Just yeah. sort of, it calms the spirit, rests the yes. soul, all of those kind of things. It's so it's always, nice. it's, it's, it's those kind of two things. And so what you'll, a big strand that, that flows through a lot of my photography work is quiet. Yes. is solitude, is peacefulness because of its root, because of where it comes from. And so I don't tend to take photographs with other photographers. Occasionally, like once a year, I might go at a fellow Pentax ambassador, um, Matt Emmett, who's a marvellous fellow and a brilliant Ur yeah. Urbex photographer. And um, yeah. and he's a graphic designer, actually, as well. And so it's occasionally I'll go out with him, but literally I all of the rest of the time, it's just me and Mother Nature. And, and for me, that's photog what photography has always been about, is 
just trying to meet Mother Nature on her own terms and and finding a kind of meeting point, that place where whatever energy that I bring and whatever sort of elements she happens to be chucking about that particular day, trying to find a meeting point between the two. So I I tend not to be a great pre-visualizer. I tend to like to turn up and just see what happens. Because there's there's a big thing in acting about going with what you're given. It's that whole thing about listen and respond. And I think I, I I kind of I do a lot of that in photography. It, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is I to see what Mother Nature is doing and then trying to respond to it. And, yes. and that's kind of one of the things why I like the whole kind of creative photography world, the ICM, intentional camera movement world, the multiple exposures world. Yeah. I don't spend all of my time there, but it's useful to have it in the locker because if Mother Nature is doing something where you kind of go, ah, oh, I know what I can <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah. Do you know, you can, you've yeah. got it in the old bag and you can get it out and so i kind of like having options like that and 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 sort of kind of just turning up somewhere and kind of going right what are we going to do today yeah yeah and just (laughs) let it happen yes it's such an exciting thing I see you bumped into me, mate, in Wales, Gareth Danks. Gareth, yeah, I did. Hot and color. I'd never done one before. And yeah. I, because I, I was talking at um, the Wales and West Photographers show, and oh, he was right, in the yeah. audience. And he came up to me afterwards and said, um, would you like to kind of come out and um, and do a and do a, 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 a vlog? And, you know, and yeah. I went, yeah, because I'd never done one before. And I loved it. It was great, great yeah. fun. What yeah. a lovely fella he is. Yes. So, and yeah. you could sense it. You could feel it. I watched it and I was the yes. Even more reason why I need to get in touch with Bill. Yeah, do. I'd love yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, it's great fun. Lovely. This is lovely. Honestly, I could listen to you all night. And you know all these questions I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> you need them. I had, a feel, I had a feeling. So I have wrote some stuff I do want to say. I love Tong yes, 3. It. I love Tong 3. I love Kyle of Dernus, Sunset okay. ICM 1. I love yeah. the Luskin Tire 1. I love Starling Murmuration ICM 2. I love yeah. Dartmoor, Your Trees at Night. Yeah, Manchester Northwest. I love all of them because I'm from Thank around you. here. Yeah and, I, yeah, and I could go on and on and on and on, and that's when it hit me like a steam train. Is just how prolific you are at photography, and it's something I've said it earlier. It's something I pride myself on. I work very hard at my photography, and then I try and get out as much as I can. But you said something before that was really key. It's about whatever you're faced with or whatever you're given. And I haven't met many people like this. And it's something I'm a great component of is when people say blue sky days, I don't care. When people say all this, I don't care. It's raining. I don't care. There's always something, isn't there? There's always something. (laughs) Every day is a photography day. Every day. And I kind of... I, and I, funnily enough, I do I, I do a talk about that, I, I, it, which is you, you can all hours of the day and actually the night yeah. are, are 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 photographable and 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 every weather is photographable, you know, within yeah. sort of reason. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> me, hurricanes etc. Going <laughs> off a cliff, but but, yeah. but 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 everything is, and it's yeah. just up to us, really, to to kind of you know find whatever it is that happens to be going on yeah. and, and make something of it. And yeah, I, I love that part of photography. It's ju- yeah. it's just great fun because it, it it's just whatever sort of stirs your imagination, isn't it? And yeah. and kind of and you'll you'll be wandering around, kind of just kind of going, I haven't seen anything yet, I haven't seen anything yet. And then suddenly you'll catch something out the corner of your eye and go, Ah, oh, look oh, at that. Or yeah. whether it's a feather or something yeah. amongst some leaves, or you, you know, some stones or or, or or some sand patterns, or just something. There's always something. And um, yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, that's a massive connection between myself and you, what you're saying. And there's not many I've spoken to people. They they seem to have either pre-visualized or they have ideas or and I just think to be out is there's nothing better. Nothing. Yeah. It, it, it one of the things I, I tour quite a lot of theatre and 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 that kind of means that I can't shoot sunsets because yeah. I'm often working at night. And it also means I can't shoot 
sunrises because we're often you, you, if a show finishes about 10 or 11 you're probably not getting it with you know you know in the theater it's just like with yeah. a normal job if you get home you need to wind down for two or three hours and yes. so it, that kind of means you're not really often in bed before one or two so yeah. sunrises are out as well because you, you 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 know you need your eight hours before the uh-huh. the show that you do the next night so what that has tended to mean for me is that I've ended up shooting in the middle of the day or going out with my camera in the middle of the day, wherever I happen to be quite a lot. And and I've loved it because you kind yeah. of go, you know, there's all sorts of interesting stuff happening. And at what is kind of traditionally unsexy landscape photography time. <laughs> yeah. do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. so many of my favourite shots are taken in the middle of the day. Either stuff you've bucked into yeah. or storms. Storms at any yes. kind of day, any yeah. time of day are remarkable things. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So I think all hours of the day are in play and I think and night and all and all weathers like you say all weathers are in play some of my favorite photographs are, are taken in really heavy drizzle yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know the really we're the, not the, right um, are we <laughs> no exactly the, 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 the sort of the misly kind yes. of you know where you look yeah. out the window and go god it looks a bit it just looks a bit damp yeah but, but it, from a photographic point of view those can often be the most exciting days it because you, you, the sort of the light is so soft it's like walking yeah. through a soft box often yes. and it's just you've got these it, particularly if i've often noticed it at the beach and, and near yeah. the sea if you you know yeah. it just kind of brings out the little crinkles in the sand and, and you yeah. can there's all sorts of lovely stuff and you can get sort of flat light in its own way can be absolutely beautiful it and can. yes so you know it's just, it's, yeah, it's, well, it's all marvellous. Right, it? Bill, you come at Farnby Beach with me. We're, we're going, we're going <laughs> I would do. Is it, it, yeah, the um, Farnby's, it, there's nothing. Gormley's. No, 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 you've done, you've, that's Crosby. That's Crosby, yeah. Farnby's, so Farnby's worse. You've not even got any men for shoot. There's just nothing. It's just wow. the high tide comes in and it's miles of sand Miles of nothing. Oh, beautiful! Got yeah, a few windmill, the few uh, the uh, I call them windmills. You know the power. Yeah, off offshore things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But y- if you get if you point in between Blackpool and in between looking to um, Wales, there's mm. this vast area of nothingness out to sea, and on a high tide, the tides don't go high, but the, there's there's this constant rushing and constant changing of sand, and and then as yeah. it goes out, you get those patterns and contributes and and lines. Yeah. So so it's a vast area of nothingness, I say. Yes, great though. It's got everything. It's got yeah, loads. Yeah, exactly, there. exactly. It's tough. It's tough. For, it's tough if you're not used to that kind of thing. Yeah. And I like to be challenged. And I think, yeah. I think, I think it'd suit you there. Do you? Yeah, I'd love to. I did well. Yeah. yeah, let's let's do that. I would love yeah. to do that. That would be great yeah. fun. Yeah, next time you're up here, definitely. Yeah. I was going to ask you about uh, landscape photography of the year and everything, because what a privilege that must be. And I don't think it's the first time you've judged, is it, for it? It, it, it is. It is I, the first I, time. I, I, yeah, I enter every year, always have done, because I, yes. I kind of, I like it. It, it, it. I was talking about it, 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 this last night. I like the process of it, because it sort of forces you to sort of evaluate take stock of what you've made over the year and what you've done and where you've been and what's important and what sort of what what the kind of the top line stuff in your head is and then also to kind of look through the stuff that you might have forgotten about and you kind of go oh but that was really interesting yes it's that isn't it yeah yeah it just forces you to reevaluate and just have a little think almost over your sort of not resume but do you know what i mean yeah i do i do over the year over the year yeah yeah and i'm kind of yeah yeah, I like that as a kind of a reflection it, because yeah. it sort of just makes you sort of just take stock stock very briefly and kind of go, I, you know, I wonder what, what have I been up to this year? What have I really enjoyed? What have I really liked? What what has left a mark on me? Yes. And it, it's that kind of a thing. So so it's I kind of like I like that. It, 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 it sort of it, it's just, it's a it's a useful process and uh, entering a competition like that. And I it, when I tend to enter it, 
all, all of it if you know the the structure of the competition there's yeah. classic view yes. and your classic. view and yes. urban view and and um and uh and and black and, and white and, 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 yeah yeah uh, black and white that's right and and almost everything i tend to enter is in the your view section right. occasionally I'll, I'll enter some in classic view but it, it tends to be because that's the sort of the the sort of the slightly I don't, the more personal stuff i guess yeah creative vibe go. Yeah. yeah 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 so i kind of but i love it as a competition and um and and, and long may it continue and i, I would yeah. yeah i got um charlie wait who's the founder uh, of it and you know wonderful extraordinary oh. landscape photographer it, 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 yeah. it, it, for years and yeah. uh and 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 sort of i was very honored to be asked to to be one of the judges on it this year and i loved it it was the the quality that uh, of I was on the sort of the, the second round, so um, yeah. the second and final round. So it, it, they've been shifted before, uh, sifted before they get to you. But the quality was just magnificent. Really difficult choices, yeah. and um, so yeah, certainly landscape photography in, in in this country seems to me in very rude health indeed. It does indeed. You're right, though. This country, specifically, though, to mention that that there really is this re- huge surge of of creative and landscape photography is is at the forefront, I think, and growing huge uh, a mass of people who are getting involved because of it, the the health benefits and mental health of it and everything. As you can see, they have got all the books there i mean the new oh, gosh, one you haven't you yeah yeah, yeah the new yeah. one's on its way the new one's coming tomorrow actually right so, yes that's right it's literally um, just been published today i think but it's um, very interesting because you're involved in that and you've done that and, and a, a friend of mine gary goth and i think you might have spoken to gary before. yes i did i did all, a few years ago yeah, yeah we yeah. always mention about the honeypot shots and one of the things about yourself is you're not a honeypot shot man and and although the landscape photography year of course people want to take shots to represent the country or represent landscape and a lot of these shots i find personally myself i've been shot a lot and you've got to get them in prime condition but I am seeing, especially like you're saying, I've looked at the winners this year, and there is a lot of photography in there that are not from honeypot shots that are more experimental and are more about conditions and weather. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, I do think it's fantastic. I really do. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of work like that, sort of stuff you've never seen before. Yes. I kind of, yeah. I, it's interesting this, because I think lockdown was quite, mm-hmm. um, was quite useful in that regard because people I... couldn't go to the places they would usually go yeah and they couldn't take the kinds of pictures that they would usually take yeah. and uh, i for one sort of ended up just literally in my park for a year yeah. I, i'm 12 miles from the sea here in bristol and i couldn't go i didn't yeah. go to the sea for a year yeah. and and so and all i was all of a sudden taking pictures of, of blossom and, and yeah. which i've never noticed before i mean I, i've noticed it but i've walked past it yeah and all of a sudden sort of finding new kind of photographs subjects and intimate landscapes because that you can't get near the big vistas so yeah. intimate land and so I, I and I kind of think lockdown was quite interesting in a kind of creativity way because it forced people out of their comfort zones and photographically because we were sort of locked in essentially and 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 sort of sort of it forced you to kind of come up or notice stuff that yeah. you wouldn't generally notice and I and and I I really liked it for that in a kind of yeah. for it sort of reappraising what's around you you're sort of your local if you see what I mean and and then sort yes. of trying to make something of it and yeah. um but I, I I know I I I know exactly what you mean I, I kind of I do like seeing stuff me as a, a, as, a, as a as a person and, and I part of the reason why I tend not to go to the honeypot locations is Partly because I'm trying to sort of find stuff, make yeah. stuff, yeah, and and as opposed to doing cover versions of other people's <laughs> photographs, and and there's and there's nothing yeah. wrong with there's that. There's nothing you know wrong. I mean? Yes, I because agree. If that, yeah, because it's all. This is so personal. This exactly. stuff. Exactly. And, and, yes. and if that's what brings you joy, then yeah. absolutely yeah. do it. It, yeah, it yeah, would yeah. be my thing. Yeah. But it, for for me, that tends not to bring me mm. so much joy, and I, I kind of like to try and bump into stuff and then make something thing of it if you see what i mean yeah and then the other reason for me is is because acting and being surrounded by loads of people and and what i was talking about earlier on the on the Char- charlie stubbs front i'm actively trying to get away from people 
<laughs> and so I tend not to go to yeah. the honeypot locations because that's where the people are. Yeah. So in that kind of way, you sort of plough your own furrow. And and also I like that sort of thing of being out all day with a camera, sort of getting up before dawn, staying out. And it, it, to an extent, that's a privilege from an acting kind of point of view, because there there are, are times when you're very, very busy and all you do is work. And yeah. then there are there are times when you're inverted commas resting and yeah, yeah. you're not sort of so frantic. You're, you're sort of reading scripts and you'll be auditioning for stuff, but you're not so frantic and you do get days off. And then on those days, I've just had one today, actually. I've just been all the way along the south coast of, of Wales from Lantwith Major up to Rest Bay in, um, oh, in, uh, in just near Porthcawl, which has been yeah. magnificent. Yeah. And just and you get to spend sort of all, all day with a camera just wandering around. And, and, and that's just and I kind of love that sort of part of it as opposed to. So I love the, the journey. You've got to be careful with journey as a word because it's slightly overused. But I, I kind of, but I love the journey of it. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? That yeah. kind of sense where, where you, you've no idea really where you're going. Yeah. You just know it's not where you've started. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you always finish with something. With and something. That, that's yeah. the beauty of it. Yeah. You always, yeah. you always come away with some. So I don't know. Yeah. This is, this is a terrible plug, but I have my own YouTube channel, Mali Photographer. Uh -huh. Yes. Um, yes. I've seen I, it. I've seen it. And, and the journey is all I do. It's not educate. It becomes yeah. educational, but everything you've just said about the journey, I go out, I haven't a clue what I'm filming. I don't even yeah. know what I'm saying. Nothing's real. <laughs> I just bumble along and say shit what I see in front of me. But that's and, just marvellous, isn't it? You just, and, you're, yeah. You're right. The word you said was privilege. It really is yeah. to have that time out in the landscape. Um, mind you. Yeah. And increasingly, I think, photography is more about time than it is about place and yes. I, I think it's about the quality of the time that you have yeah and if you have kind of quality time and you don't sometimes having a deadline is useful because you're going to go right i have to get this what is the word but i yeah. kind of like the wonder the open-ended wonder yeah. and if you have that and if you can sort of ring fence some time for yourself where you kind of there's no pressure on you having to deliver anything you right. can just go out for a wonder and see what happens that's the stuff where the magic happens for me because you <laughs> just kind of you, you, you know what i mean you've just yes. you've gone yes. out with a completely open mind and and, and 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 then you've kind of like exactly as you say it, it's you make it up as you go along and and i think and those are the those are the happy days aren't they those are the happy moments yeah i could end it there bill i've got to say thank you so much for giving your time because it and nearly an hour's gone by we've been jangling for Pleasure, absolute pleasure. I, I've got a ra I've got a raft of questions here, and the only <laughs> the only thing I, I'm going to ask you, and we, well, probably we don't even need to, but I, the emotion that you show and what you've given, I'm so connected with everything you've said tonight. Thank you, it's wonderful. One, but my other question is, what what does the year hold ahead? As in, when I say a year, we're coming to the end of this one. But in photography terms, I don't see years like. Um, January to January, I see them more seasonable, you know, yeah. of what's happening. So we're, we're autumns. It's a funny one so far. It's a funny one. But what what's next for you? What's in the coming twelve months? I I I, I well, midwinter is my favourite season. Ah, yeah. I, I kind of so from a photographic point of view, January and February. Those are my sort of kind of if I could only ever have two months, it would be those ones. Wow. I love yeah. the I love the bleakness of it. Yeah. I love the stripped back nature of it. Yeah. I love I love the the brutality of it when the storms come in and the yeah. the driving horizontal rain <laughs> yeah. and the cold. Yeah. And and I, I I love there's there's almost a kind of a kind of I, I, I do love autumn too in a kind of but I particularly like it after that once the leaves are dropping once yes. they're falling and you start to see the kind of the bare bones of the trees and like they're sort of reaching Skeleton. up to heaven yeah yeah yes yeah, yes yeah. 
And yeah. I love all of that stuff. And, and I kind of like it as a time because it, it kind of feels it's before you kind of get literally before you get the green shoots. It's before nature. It's it's almost like nature's sort of going within itself, sort of gathering energy, mm-hmm. ready for another push. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I, it, yeah and, and I really like that time because it, wow. it's sort of, I like the colours of that time of year. I like the stripped back nature of the colour palette. I, I like yes. the sort of the greys, the yep. sort of the sand, sandy colours, the, the grey colours. Nothing is too sort of saturated or in your face. Yeah. So I kind of, from a photography point of view, I always look forward to the winter because you just as many photographers do to be fair but yeah but i kind of but particularly midwinter the bleakest bit yeah. just because <laughs> that 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 has the most i don't know just it, it, there's there's an energy there that i really really sort of relate to and tap into and i and i i, I tend to love it but from a sort of photography point of view i'm, I'm running a series of workshops throughout december for light and land Wonderful. which i'm oh, delighted fantastic uh, to be doing and yeah and then as we were sort of mentioning at the top i'm uh, later this week i'm off to uh the creative light, light photography festival in inverness uh which margaret soroya has so magnificently put together and absolutely thoroughly looking forward to that and then we'll see what happens and i've got a, yeah. a television um it's something i made over the summer coming out um next year which is the hunt pharrell moat which was which was uh, great fun and quite disturbing to put together and then yeah. um, and a couple of um sort of uh, feature films are coming out independent feature films are coming out next oh, year so wow. so th- so uh, there's a fair bit uh on on the horizon yeah. which is which is always a nice thing so um so yeah but but i'm particularly i've ring fenced december as a photography month so i'm particularly looking forward to that thanks so much molly i really enjoyed it thank you so much for asking me it was uh, yeah been an absolute pleasure thank you I'd just like to say a big thank you to Bill for going out of his way and his time to spend talking to me. It's always a privilege. Thank you so much, Bill. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. I always say that because, to me, the podcasts are as pleasurable as going out with the camera. I'm really, really engrossed into what Bill had to say, and I hope you was too, and I hope you came along and enjoyed that talk. What have I got to say? Well, I'm going to finish it here. I'm not going to go into anything else apart from possibly head over to my website, check out what other podcasts I've got on there and other guests. And if you feel obliged, please consider supporting my podcast and my channel by heading over to Patreon. If not, that's all good with me because there's only one thing left to say and that's... Sithy!